Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Do The Right Thing! to the podcast panel show that wants to do the right thing in any situation. For example, what is the right way to blow an egg? Up its penis. <laughs> <laughs> so you use the word up there, right? <laughs> We're coming at you from the Pleasants in Edinburgh. I'm Danielle Ward and with me trying to do the right thing today. He's the friendliest a man who hates you can be. It's Michael Legg! <laughs> him, he's one half and one third of Peacock and Gamble, said <laughs> <Ed> Gamble. <laughs> and on my right, she's the result of averaging the faces of the whitest people on earth, it's Margaret K. Smith. I have Spanish heritage, I'll have you know. <laughs> and with her, he's like a cross between Guy Fawkes and a goth's girlfriend, it's Ray Peacock. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to start the show with round one. This is The Importance of Being Right. The Importance of Being Right. Like a 15-year-old boy left home alone for the weekend, I've gotten into a sticky mess all over the internet. (laughs) In this round, I'm going to set each team a problem and they must tell me what the right thing to do is according to the weird wackos writing on the World Wide Web. That's a bad sentence. (laughs) First question is for Margaret and Ray. Hey, buddies... You've recently watched the film Point Break, directed by Oscar winner Catherine Bigelow. Never seen it. She's a lady. I've seen it with the sound down in an indie club. Is that <laughs> 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 That's all we need, isn't it? Yeah. And you are so inspired that you decide to rob a bank dressed as Ian Duncan Smith and then go on a surfing holiday. The bank job is a total success, but while surfing in Cornwall, you get caught in a rip current, which is pulling you out from the shallows and into deeper water. Gnarly dudes. So according to the Cornish Coast Tide Times guide, what is the right way to escape a rip current? I don't even know what the fucking question was. I'm like, is, is this like blankety blank where the question's a funny bit? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a surfer, Ray? I'm not, no, but I, I used to be a lifeguard. No. Genuinely, yeah, yeah. Can you swim? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just shouted um, encouragement. <laughs> no, yeah. Or, or Best sim- of luck, go drown! Yeah. I'm sorry for your luck. Um, no, I found, out, I found out that I was uh, allergic to salt water on my first day of lifeguarding. What? Genuinely oh. true, because I'd, I'd learned like, lifeguarding stuff in swimming pools and stuff. And then they said I could be a lifeguard. It was near, like near Newquay, and I did it for about three days. And then the first time I ever went into the water, I just came out in hives, and I'm allergic to salt water. And then I found out two days later that I'm also allergic to water on my face. <laughs> it's genuinely true. It's a real thing. Would you have been a lifeguard then if you hadn't had this allergy? Was that a different career? I, honestly, I was a stuntman. Genuinely true. I honestly was. I was a stuntman. I was a professional rugby player. No. We can all do those for one day before we get fired. Yeah. <laughs> I found out I was allergic to stunts and balls. 
Have you got quantum leap? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> You've got that. <laughs> that I, I, went to, um, I went to school with a girl who was allergic to her own hair. Really? That's really, really sad, yeah. And what does she do now? Matt Lucas. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take before she realised she was allergic to her own hair? I don't know, she was very boring. I didn't hear all of what, what she said. Um, Ed, have you ever been in trouble in water? <laughs> I think we've all been in trouble in water, haven't we? Um, I've cried in the shower. <laughs> Most people have. You cried in the shower, Mike. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And laughed <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. a manic and, and shower. Wanked. Yeah, cried, laughed, and wanked. That's how my shower. You may like. as well get it all out if you're in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever nearly drowned? Not in the shower. No, I mean I can't really swim very well, but I'll never ever drown in the sea. I know that because I'm scared of the sea. What if you go on a boat on it and it sinks? Yeah. Isn't that how most people yeah. die? Yeah. What, what if you're in the Titanic? <laughs> or what if this? What if the, the, what if the sea in. comes round to yeah. my house? What if the world? What if the world tips up? Yeah. What, what if the world tips up and then all the sea ends up going down the country yeah, like, like that, in them films? Yeah. I totally well, you're right. That you're right. Now I'm now I'm convinced. That's how I'm going to die. <laughs> I don't like open water because I'm scared that I will see a corpse in it. Like mm. I went sea kayaking once, and I couldn't look over the side over the side of the kayak in case I saw a dead body. Anyone Ed, else? Ed can't look at a girl facing the wrong way in case she turns around and it's a skeleton, and that's genuinely true. <laughs> that's genuinely true. In every, a girl facing the wrong way. In every dream I've ever had, um, it's been a girl facing away, and then she turns around and she's a skeleton. <laughs> and for a moment after I saw the ring, the original Japanese ring films, I had a mild fear of Japanese women. Uh, <laughs> Whichever way. They were faced. Yeah. <laughs> watch this, watch this. Ask him, Ed, look at me. No, don't, mate. Ed, what are your thoughts on. Ed, look at me. No, don't say. Don't what say. are your thoughts on. Right, uh, do you know what? I think she's right behind Joanna. She's not. I think she's right behind Joanna. <laughs> I not. think. Hang on, a special guest. It's oh. Fluella Benjamin. <laughs> Fluella Benjamin is here right now, Ed. I'm genuinely terrified of Fluella Benjamin. <laughs> and I know now in context, me saying I'm scared of Japanese women yeah. and then Fluella Benjamin it's not, it's sounds not really bad. Good, yeah. But just. Fluella Benjamin is Why? terrifying. I think some sort of childhood experience, just seeing her on the telly. She's just leering. She's leering all of the time. I think she's terrifying. Um, back on subject. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're meant to sink. <laughs> well, that is if you are a witch. <laughs> um, are you, so you Sta- think you stand should... up? Stand up. You can't stand what up. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you're in a rip cut. No, if you can hold your breath, you go. <gasps> Hold your breath, be dragged under, and you will eventually be dragged away from the tide and you will pop back up again. That's why corpses end up popping back up again. Oh. For ben? you to be hit in a, in a kayak by you. Yeah. <laughs> Producer Ben, what is the answer? Well, according to the Cornish Coast Tide Times guide, don't try to swim directly towards the shore. This will pit you against the rip current and you will exhaust yourself. Stay calm, don't panic. Keep hold of your surfboard, it will help you float. Swim parallel to the beach until you're free of the rip, then make for the shore. If you can stand... Wade rather than swim. Ah, fuck you, teammate. <laughs> if you can stand, and yes. if you've got a fucking surfboard as well. Well, you get a point for that. And if all else fails, raise your hand and shout for help. The worst thing, the worst thing you can do if you're caught by a tide at all is to even try and do anything. If you try and swim, you'll exhaust yourself. It's the same as in quicksand. The worst thing you do is struggle. You just lean forward and just leave yeah. it, leave it this to is nature. Mr. One-Day Lifeguard. It's because that's people, isn't it? I don't want people listening to this and thinking that the Cornish lifeguards are right because they're not, they're wrong. Yeah. I'm telling you now, let yourself sink. Yeah. <laughs> 
your, your advice should be cover your face and get a tube of E45 at the rest. <laughs> the car's got water in it. Michael and Ed, it's your turn now. You're driving back home after storming a gig at the Harvestering Crew. The rider says you'd be given a meal cooked by one of their child chefs, like on the advert. But this was a lie, and now you're very hungry. Slowing down for a blind bend, you chance upon a roadkill badger. No one is looking, and you've run out of Werther's Originals ages ago. So what is the right way to cook and eat roadkill, according to wikihow.com? I can't drive, and I'm a vegan. <laughs> you so made this. So you're up. leaving it to Ed to deal with yeah, all of this. Eddie, I'm off. Are you a meat eater, Ed? I am a meat eater, yeah. But you're making a leap there from you see a badger, what's the best way to cook a badger? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, assuming that like I'm seeing gig. the badger and going, fuck, I'm having that badger. But to cook it, I'd have to then pick up the badger, get it home. By the time I'm home, I'll just have a bag of crisps. <laughs> what if you're stranded? How, okay, so I need to cook a badger. It, yeah. <laughs> Look what you've you got me, me saying. You're, you're with me, I can't drive. So right. we're in a car that's going nowhere. No, I'm driving, Michael. Oh, well done. Cheers, <laughs> you've done very well for yourself, haven't um, you? I'm driving and I'm cooking the badger, apparently. Right. So you, you can have a... Can you have grass? <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> Would you have the fur? You could have the fur, can no. you? If no. I'm eating the badger anyway, you can have a bit of fur. <laughs> You'd eat your own hair. I'd try and revive the animal, no matter how flat it was. Why are you a vegan? Because animals are beautiful. Not this one, it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, where do you stand on roadkill? Away from it. <laughs> well, if, someone's, if someone's been killed naturally, like by a car, yeah. then what? If, if something has been killed... Better think... say that if you have to eat an animal, it's better to have a roadkill yeah. one. As long as you, you've killed it yourself, then, then you can eat it, it's fine. Yeah, but I don't want to kill it. So the this owner of the original now. car is allowed to eat it? They can, cook, they can turn around and eat Look, it. Look, do you want so. to know the fucking truth? Do you want to... If no one saw me, of course I'd fucking eat it. <laughs> <laughs> there, you've been pushing yes. and you've been pushing. Right. There you go, you fucking got Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what else would you eat? Would you have some milk as well? Would you drink yeah. some milk, wash it down afterwards? Yeah, and look at some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> would you eat a badger if you were hungry, Ed? Yeah, I totally would. I'd eat a badger. Um, I'd cook it on the engine. With an egg, you can do that and all kinds yeah, of... Yeah, but I don't have an egg. egg. I don't... If the badger's laid an egg, I'll cook its egg. <laughs> or if the badger was in shock when it died and laid an egg. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have a bit of badger and a badger shock egg. All on the engine, thank you. I don't think I'm right for this quiz. <laughs> Unusual direction. Um, Ray, Ray, what's the most unusual animal you've eaten? Yes. <laughs> um, no, nothing, nothing weird. Enough, oh, fuck off. You're a druid. You must have eaten <laughs> weird. No, I don't think there is anything weird. I'm from a family of butchers, though. My granddad was a master butcher. And I've like killed... Mugabe. I've, killed... <laughs> <laughs> I've, killed, I've killed a cow. You've killed a cow? I've done How it, did yeah. you do that? Kicked its head in. <laughs> Um, well, at the time, I was, it, was stun, it was a stun gun at the time when I was working at a butcher shop. I only did it once. I hated it. It was horrible. I didn't like it at all. But my granddad felt that I should see where the meat comes from and all that sort of thing. But they used to, my, my granddad said, I know this is true, that they used to slaughter pigs by chucking them in water. Because they were allergic to them. Apparently, he swore this was true. I don't know if this is true or not. That when you throw pigs into water, they kill themselves. How? They do it by accident. Because they've got trotters, and when they try and swim, they cut their own throats. Oh my god, that's so dark. No one should ever know that. <laughs> no one. I mean, it's probably bollocks, but I still yeah, don't want yeah, to know yeah. it. 
No, no, that's what my granddad said. Well, well, my granddad said he was friends with a wolf when he was young. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're idiots, as far as I can tell. Makes my granddad had a job. <laughs> Hey, what was the question, anyway? Can about, you cook it on the end yeah, of Yeah, um, how about, if you see fleas active in the fur, is that a good thing, do you think, for eating this badger? I think this might be a trick question. <laughs> yes, it is a good thing. Producer Ben, is it a good thing? Uh, yes, it is a good thing. Active fleas on the fur indicate the carcass is still quite fresh. Conversely, avoid roadkill that has maggots or other scavenging insect infestations. This is, indicates a lack of freshness. Their other tips are, look for whole roadkill. Roadkill that has to be scraped off the road because it's been flattened won't be healthy for you to consume. What? Butcher the car... Oh, this is a tip. Butcher the carcass. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard him so excited. Hello. And uh, camp. Butcher, uh, butcher the carcass. You'll need to skin and gut it before cooking. You could stuff the skin for a unique souvenir. <laughs> Michael, that's your job. <laughs> you don't have to eat it, Michael. But Michael cares for all animals, so that yeah. means I can't have anything. I don't want Ed. I don't want Ed to go without dinner. Maybe we ran over a tofu. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the end of that round, uh, Ben, who are the points? Ray and Margaret are one point, and Ed and Michael are one point. That's a draw, isn't it? That's a draw. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Like being stuck in a lift with Mumford and Sons, this round is agony. <laughs> this is the round the panel will try and solve some of our audience members' problems, but for that, I'm going to set them a dilemma amuse-bouche and ask them to emotionally dissect a real-life letter to an agony aunt. Margaret, could you please read it out? <clears throat> Dear agony aunt, recently, during a phone conversation with my boyfriend, out of the blue, he began to masturbate. He hadn't asked my permission. And I had no idea what to say to him. <laughs> the noises were unmistakable and it was very loud. Sorry. <laughs> Should I confront him or let it go? He complains about not being able to sleep. Could this be relevant? <laughs> the whole letter. My favourite letter I've ever read. <laughs> wow, he's got a deafening cock. How is it? <laughs> you a fan of phone sex, Ray? No, but I wouldn't say no to it. With anyone? Go on then. <laughs> if you were walking past I'm a not... telephone box yeah. and it rang and you answered it and they yeah. said... And it was phone sex. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really difficult one, that. I don't know. <laughs> it was hot phone sex on the line. Is it a lady or a boy? It's a lady. Right. Well, well, what sort of thing, what's what's thing is she saying? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> She's saying, what does this box smell like? Piss. <laughs> Piss. <laughs> 
What hand are you using? To, to do what? <laughs> Sorry, did I arrive wanking in the phone box? <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. like, what a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God you ran. <laughs> Margaret, would, yes. you, would you be annoyed if a man was wanking? Without my permission? Yeah, without permission. Um, I've rarely had a conversation with anyone that hasn't ended with somebody wanking. <laughs> <laughs> I think asking permission is the word better that letter. Yeah, it's yeah. Really he didn't ask my permission. Oh, you wouldn't go, excuse me, madam. Yeah. Would you mind yeah. terribly? <laughs> but it also... If I fingered myself. <laughs> I would While like you're to, telling me about your tea? I would like to present you a formal invitation to listen to me wank. <laughs> I don't get phone sex because it's just talking, in it? I mean... No, it's rubbing your cock, too. There's definite wanking element yeah, to it. Yeah. If it's just talking, you're doing, that's a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Skype? Could you mm. Skype sex? Could you Skype sex? I do Who eBay sex. <laughs> Oh, very good. Let's go over to producer Ben for the actual answer. So this was an online agony at Columbia University in New York called Go Ask Alice. And she said, um, it's understandable you had no idea what to say. Your boyfriend should have asked for your consent before relishing his hot dog with you as his audience. <laughs> if his spontaneous spanking offended you, you should let him know, especially if you hope it won't happen again. Or maybe he simply got the timing wrong, doing it while you were trying to talk about something important. If that's the case, maybe you could agree to a signal word to use when you're ready for some telefun. Can we wank? <laughs> well, now you know how real Agony Aunt operates, let's see how you cope with some problems from tonight's audience. Have we got Beth in the audience? Beth's problem is, is it strange to make the guy I fancy grow a beard? How do I approach the subject? And then asterisk, he fancies me too. Why do you like beards? Why, do you, why is that a thing to you? They, like, hide half your face, don't they? So, you, hey, so can I suggest you go out with a Muslim woman? <laughs> is it not like a rugged thing or what is it? What is it? Yeah, like a scruffy, like a yeah. Baggy, yeah. A girl many, many years ago said to me that it was like a thousand tongues licking at once. Oh! <laughs> Genuinely true. Oh, and right. yeah, I didn't even have a beard tongue. then. <laughs> that was your hives from yeah. the so you fancy him and he fancies you I would fancy him if he had a beard no this isn't on (laughs) I'm not sure you you can just go well you're nearly there (laughs) you pop pop a beard on (laughs) has he has he asked you out yeah and what did he say is it just the beard that's stopping you you're a bad person (laughs) that's the problem the the real question should be how can I stop being myself (laughs) So you've got like so I can't tell if it's blue or green hair. Your hair is that teal. It's what teal. 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 Oh, She's correct. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> Leave her alone. What? Her dad was a budgie. <laughs> <laughs> right. What if what if that boy had a beard already, and he said, "Yeah, sure, I'll go out with you as long as you take that hair away because I don't like that at all, and you're not allowed to wear makeup ever again." And yeah, none, you're wincing. N- none of these bangles, thank you very much. <laughs> no, and also, like please, can I wank now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what if he said that to you? What if he said that to yeah, you? Yeah, tell him to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> Beth, who would you like to give a point to? Um, probably Michael and Ed. Oh, oh ah. there you go. Because no, yeah. well, the Muslim woman suggestion. Clean shaven, clean shaven Michael and Ed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's check the scores. Producer Ben. It is to all. Still a draw. We're still in a draw. That's a draw, mate. That's still a draw. We're that. still having a draw. That's here. a draw. 
Having unleashed these unqualified idiots on the audience, it's time to get a qualified non-idiot onto the show. It's time for Ask the Expert. Is it me? I've done it one day life. <laughs> um, in this round, we get an expert on the show to talk about their chosen field, and I don't mean Michael ranting on about Doctor Who slash veganism. The panel then have to guess what the expert thinks is the right thing to do in some extreme situations. So please welcome today's expert, Policeman Alfie Moore. Hey. Hello, Alfie. Hello. Hello, and you are a policeman, and now you're a comedian. Yeah, I'm still technically a are cop. You... Really? I'm on a career break from the police. I've not been at work for two years, but I'm still technically a police officer. Is that true? How, lo- how long before you have to... I've got to... my thing. Shall I prove it? Whoa. Uh, is this your police book as well? Right. I think it was Pizza Sutcliffe he's written. Pretty good. Yeah. What's this he's written here? Well yeah. done. Whoa. Alfie. Put flour down and get the fingerprints from the robbers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are definitely a real policeman. <laughs> How long have you been a policeman? 18 years. And what's the most dangerous crime you've been involved with? At murder. <laughs> what, just that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No treason? <laughs> no, no, just murder, that's the most dangerous, yeah. It was Lady Di's murder, though, so that's sort of treason. What I'm going to do is... We put um, flour down. <laughs> how, how did that work out We still out haven't got him. Yeah. We still haven't got him. It's, uh, it's a matter of time. Yeah. So, right, panel, in a moment, you're going to have to second-guess what Alfie would do in some police-based scenarios, but before then, you've got a minute or so to probe him with questions to find out a little bit more about him. So, has anybody got a question for Alfie? I, I have. Are you institutionally racist? <laughs> a little bit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. No. How do you feel about Floella Benjamin? <laughs> I don't even know who she is. I'm sorry. That's that. That's, oh, that's, 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 that's pretty fucking racist. Oh, oh. Have you ever grabbed someone whilst they were climbing over a fence and then thrown them to the ground and sat on them? Yes. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, yeah. That happens quite a lot. That were thing. they a criminal and were you on duty? <laughs> Have you done that thing where you put someone in a car and you grab their head and shove it down? What? <laughs> what sex? What the fuck is all that about? Have you ever had sex? Have you ever had aggressive yeah, had car had sex? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is the worst crime that you have committed? <laughs> oh. Crime, oh, God. I, I drunk drove once. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. It is Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I skidded on the flower. Yeah. No, I was about 19 years old. And, That's uh, not a crime. I went out, uh, I went out drinking and, and uh, the buses were full and eventually I, I jumped in the car and I was drunk and, and the police stopped me because I, I went the wrong way down a one-way street. And he uh, said, did you not see the arrows? And you said, I didn't see the Indians. I know this one. <laughs> uh, and they said, have you had a drink? And, and I said, yes, I've had a pint. Everybody says that, don't they? And they went for the breathalyzer kit and I was absolutely steaming. And just as he, he got to the car... Some big job came in and he said, It's your lucky night. They ran off and never got breathalyzed. And 
about two years later, I joined the police. Have you ever pulled someone over for drink driving now and gone, well, I got off with it once, I will restore karma and let them get off with it as well, because I've got away with it. Do you ever feel like a little shit when you do someone with drink driving? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that whenever you stop somebody or deal with a member of the public as a cop, then you try and make a friend. <laughs> I've arrested people, interviewed them, charged them, and we still shake hands, and we, we can still, you know, you can make a friend. It's how you, how you treat people, isn't it? You know, yeah. business is business, and is that convincing or not? <laughs> <laughs> I already know Alfie. I feel like I've got a conflict of interest. Oh, really? Yeah. I stopped him driving. <laughs> but, we, but we became friends. <laughs> Here is the first scenario. We Held his head down. You know what I mean? It felt like a thousand tongues. Fuck me, the copper gets the biggest clap on the back. So you've got to second guess what Alfie would do in this situation. Um, You're in a police car on your own in a rural area. You see a car driving erratically and get it to stop. A single man gets out. As he walks up to you, he pulls out what appears to be a handgun from under his jacket, aims it at you, tells you to freeze, and says that if you do everything he says, you won't be harmed. All you've got is your stab-proof vest, a truncheon, and a canister of CS gas spray on your belt. What would Alfie do in this situation? As a stab-proof vest, will that withhold a bullet? No. no. no slow one down. clues in the name. Slow one down, yeah. Doesn't that seem uh, slightly churlish to only make it stab-proof? Cheaper. Um, <laughs> cheaper. Um, God, that was Stop depressing. helping. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a conversation the other night about all the great threats that I've had in my life. People mm-hmm. have been threatening me. Like, growing up in Northern Ireland, I come from a Catholic family, but we live in a very Protestant town. And I think my favourite ever beating was when, <laughs> when I was being repeatedly kicked in the stomach by a man who, with every kick, just went, Stop! Worshipping the Virgin Mary. (laughs) (laughs) But to be fair, Michael, you you did, didn't you? You have. Um, Practically immediately. (laughs) I put it on my to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) The bruises look like the face of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) The cheering leg. You either rush towards the guy, run away, comply, or reach for your spray and truncheon. You reach for your spray, spray and, and truncheon. truncheon. Certainly reach, reach for them, definitely. Is that the right Green. answer, Alfie? Comply. I didn't listen to the other ones. What comply. were the other ones? Comply. Oh, comply, um, no. run away, no. or rush towards the guy. Comply. You've got to rush comply them. because you don't know if it's a handgun or not. If you comply, then that's the... Michael. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> comply. Run, run away. away. Run away. Run away. Yeah. This, this didn't happen to me. It happened to a, a colleague who went round and he stopped a car. It turned out to be uh, an IRA cell. As he approached the car, the driver got out and he pulled a, a handgun. I, I said what looks like a handgun because you, you can't tell whether it's a, it's, it's a fake or not. So you've got to assume it is a fake. What's that? It, it, it's a real thing. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's fake. And, uh, <laughs> On the podcast, down. that's going to sound like you just got your cock out. Just better. So he pointed the handgun and he, he said, just that, do what I say and you won't get hurt. And the guy turned around and he ran. And he had his, you know, the black jackets that were a bit flappy that not, were not done up. And he ran and he, he'd got a bullet all in either side of the jacket, because he turned, he ran, he headed for some, some woodland, and he, he survived unscathed. They got the guy, 
and uh, same to prison. But that... so wear wear a wide jacket. Yeah, that's that a good thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Does that's... he still live in the wood? Yeah, that's it. Yes, it's down the road. Is that what you should do, or is that that's just what that That's what I want to know. Is that procedure, or is that. that procedure that, is yeah. run away into some woods. There's, there's, there's no formal procedure, it's a judgment call in the moment, but the experts say run. Because the thinking being that if he's going to shoot you at you as you run away, he was going to shoot you anyway. Blurt so much. Yeah. Right, so here's the second scenario. You're attending an incident in the middle of nowhere after hearing a report of a man worrying some cows. You arrest the man in question and take him back to the police car. When you get there, you realise you've left the lights on and the battery has gone flat. You radio the control room, but it's a busy Friday night and all the other units are tied up with drunken idiots in town. You know you'll be waiting ages for a colleague to turn up with jump leads. What would Alfie do in this situation? Is cow worrying messing about with him sexually? <laughs> or is it literally I, I, just I, saying things that would worry? Yeah, I suppose it depends on the individual cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It worries some cows. And, and oh, one one of your other is bigger than the other one. There's no offence of worrying cows, really. It's just come into the under the Animal Cruelty Act. Was it cow tipping as well at one point? Cow and tipping, yeah. Tipping. Cow, cow sleep uh, stood up. So people go around and, and just push them over. Them over. Kills yeah, them we've then. all seen heathers. What? No, apparently we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what do you think Alfred would do in this situation? Do you think he would let the man run away? Or do you think he'd wait for the, the unit to turn up and jumpstart the car? You'd just let him go when there's too much hassle. Even really depends, can't do that. depends on the offence, really. If, if, like, the cows were still in danger, I suppose, yeah. and he could go back and just shove some more over, then that's the consideration, is it? That it can carry on. If they carry on committing offences, then you, you, you couldn't let him go. Is Alfie right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Alfie, what would you do in this situation then? What I did do, this is an actual situation, what I did do, I thought, well, I could... They, they told me it'd be ages before anybody could come with the jump leads because it was a Friday night, everybody was busy. And so, thinking on my feet, I thought it'd be a really good idea to, like... Uh, it was only a flat battery, I'd left the lights on, the side lights on, so I thought, like, if he bump-started me... So I got him to run and to push push the car. And, and He's good bump, at pushing, we know that. Bump. I knew he wouldn't run away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry? So, He's good at pushing. Yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah. So, I'm, uh, I... That guy did the first time, I didn't need to repeat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, got, a, got another laugh. The... <laughs> That's two laughs tonight. No. <laughs> so I left the handcuffs on him and uh, the car bumped uh, and I got him in, but a lady complained. She'd sewn it and she said it was against his human rights, apparently, so... Uh, Tell him the way the coppers say human rights. Human rights. Human. Human rights. They're not apparently. human. They're not human. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, but he, he, I, got, I got into trouble. Ben, I will give you £1,000 if you edit this podcast to say, I was going, what do you think of Fluella Benjamin? And they're going, they're not human. (laughs) 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 Well, thank you very much, expert Alfie Moore. Before we hit the final round, let's see what the scores are. Producer Ben. Well, I don't think anyone scored a point in that last round. So it's still to all. Even even ask a question. It's the last round. Let's do the wrong thing.
They've tried to be right all evening, but now they get to be wrong instead. I want the panellists to tell me what is the wrongest of the wrong thing to do in each given situation. The winner gets a banana smoothie, which is street slang for handjob, right? (laughs) The round ends when producer Ben's little boat comes back from his big adventure. (laughs) Your partner says they no longer love you. What is the wrong thing to do? Stay with them. <laughs> Nick Clegg asked to use your toilet. What is the wrong thing to do? Haggle. <laughs> Eat the toilet. <laughs> That's the, always the worst thing you can do in any circumstance. So get a point for that. <laughs> You're a fucking moron. I've invested so much money in this festival to do a show with you. <laughs> Is he the toilet? You'll look stupid if that's the right answer. You can make a member of the opposite sex have an orgasm simply by looking at them. What is the wrong thing to do? Blink. (laughs) You fart and a small amount of plop comes out. What's the wrong thing to do? Put it back up. Say say you're a (laughs) piñata. Eat your toilet. Give it to a little boy and say it is a special Malteser. <laughs> a really beautiful Jehovah's Witness knocks at your door. What is the wrong thing to do? <laughs> Any of the things I just thought. <laughs> As Kurt Cobain once wrote on a bit of paper, it's better to burn out than to fade away. But he was a junky tit, so it's the end of the show. <laughs> So, producer Ben, what are the final scores? Michael and Ed still have two, but Margaret and Ray have got six. Wow! Well done to Margaret and Ray. Thanks for listening to the show. Goodbye! <laughs> Do the right thing, featuring Ray Peacock, Ed Gamble, Michael Cables, with Michael Ray, expert guest, who's Arthur Moore, and me, Danielle Ward. I'd like to introduce Ben Walker. We put the together with extra material from David Reed. Martin White did the music. Thanks to Pleasants for having us, and to Zoe Bell, Patricia Caffrey, and Johnny for helping out do the right thing is a bug production for the internet hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.